0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Call to Comeback. I'm Bobby McInnes, alongside my co-host, Tom Splone. Tom, how you doing today? I'm good, Bob. How you been, man? It's been a a minute since we did our last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, First episode of the semester, our last semester in college. Um, We're trying to make it a good one, but it definitely, cliche, but it flies.
1: Yeah, definitely. We missed out on a lot of, uh, we got to catch up on a lot of uh, NFL. We had playoffs uh, going on. Super Bowl matchup is uh, now set. With the uh, Eagles and Chiefs it's been a uh, it's been a great season and It seems like it's really flown by like, like you just said yeah Tom uh,
0: I believe they're both the one seed heading into um, heading yeah. into the playoffs both teams had a bye and ultimately met in the end uh, we don't always see that happen but it was pretty chalk uh, but we had some surprises uh, early on in the playoffs right I mean that Jaguars Chargers game on that first uh, playoff day Saturday night uh, that was that was a thriller the Chargers were up big and uh, I can't believe that they blew it to the to the Jaguars
1: yeah that game was really really fun to watch Uh, it looked like Lawrence was really out of it early on I think he had three picks in the first quarter then they really turned it around and the Chargers got very uh, conservative and Jaguars took advantage of that and had one of the biggest comebacks in playoff history so uh, definitely props to them um, but then, yeah, next week they they fought hard against the Chiefs, but I mean, Chiefs were too much against the Jaguars team like that. Even with injured Pat Mahomes, they they took care of them. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty cliche so far with this playoffs. I mean, the both of the one seeds making it. I mean, Eagles were probably the best team all around in the NFC all year. I mean, the Niners got hot, but once Purdy got hurt yes or on Sunday, you knew it was just it was going to be over for them. Uh, Eagles pass rush is just too much, so. It's gonna be a really good good matchup. I'm excited. I think these are the two best teams in the league, so I'm happy we get to see them face off.
0: Yeah, I think honestly the Eagles are the most complete team in the NFL. When you look at their roster as a whole, they don't have they don't have a lot of empty holes or any empty spots or weaknesses or flaws. Um, I would say the Chiefs, on the other hand, you know I don't think defensively they're as strong as the Eagles. I mean, Chris Jones has had a hell of a postseason so far. Um, however. They have Patrick Mahomes, which makes up for it. I mean, we see what this guy can do. He's basically playing on one one ankle, one leg right now, um, and he's still the magic Mahomes that we're used to seeing come playoff time.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, he's he's, he's banged up, but he looked really good against the Bengals last game. Uh, so, yeah, when you, whenever you have Mahomes on your side, you got a chance to really win any game. So I'm, I'm hyped to see him back in the Super Bowl, even though I was pulling for Burrow and the Bengals on sunday i'm I'm excited to see if mahomes can get his second ring and i'll obviously be rooting for him since the uh, the eagles bounced my giants pretty pretty badly in the divisional round it was uh a blowout from the start so i'd be I'm, i'd be pretty upset if philly ends up winning the super bowl even though that they, they would end up deserving it because this this is one of the best philly teams they've had in the franchise i'd say so
0: yeah i be, mean it's gonna be fun to watch you, you mentioned the eagles um kind of just destroying the giants there in the division round but Nonetheless, uh, you got to kind of tip your cap to Coach Dable, a rookie season, getting a, his first playoff win um, against the Vikings. Definitely something to be excited about if you're a Giants fan. I mean, I know that they have a lot of personnel uh, decisions to make. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley um, – those are guys that they're they're both looking to retain, and then also guys that they may need to bring in. I mean, they have to address the receiver position, um, but nonetheless, it looks like they got the right guy at the helm, um, and hopefully, the GM Shane can uh, assemble the right team for him.
1: Yeah, definitely. It was definitely a uh, a, a good year for them uh, with the expectations that playoff one was was good to see for for Daniel Jones, but uh, yeah, now it comes the hard part. They really need to they need to build this roster. Uh, to get better because obviously the team they had on the field this year wasn't the most talented giants team that they've had but um they they have enough cap room to make it work and they gotta get jones and saquon back i think that's first things first and hopefully they don't overpay uh, especially at that running back position for saquon so hopefully it all works out i mean there's a lot of moves that need to be made though and i'm hoping they do end up trading for a receiver because i think that's the best way to improve the receiver room Obviously, right away, whether that's Dondre Hopkins, if I-Oak's available, if T Higgins is available, um, I think you got to go out and make a trade. And I'd also like to draft one in the in the, like the first or second round from the Giants. Yeah, I know. Need weapons out there.
0: Yep. Um, you know the Giants, like you said, they got to address uh, a few positions. We'll we'll see what they end up doing. Tom, I just want to touch on the Buffalo Bills. Um, I want to know your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills team in in general I mean they struggled a little bit in that first win against Miami it got close towards the end only winning by three against Skylar Thompson Um, and then uh, they lost to the Bengals at home I mean this is a team Josh Allen took a little bit of a step back this year I would say he had a lot of red zone turnovers um, and I know that he lost the offensive coordinator Brian Dable but there's really no excuse when you're considered a top five quarterback in the league
1: yeah, no, I agree. He definitely did not have a great season. Uh, I believe he had around 15 interceptions, uh, which is very unlike Josh Allen. Uh, so, yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with Dable. Uh, their play calling this year obviously wasn't as good, um, but it was it was really unacceptable the way they got bounced um, at home against the Bengals uh, last week uh, because this Bills team was expected to at least make the AFC championship, but uh, they just haven't been able to get there. It's another uh, postseason elimination for them and they just haven't really been able to get over that hump. Um, I think their defense is honestly very overrated. They have a lot of big-name guys on that defense, like Tredavious White, uh, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, uh, Ed Oliver. I mean, they got a lot, a lot of big names, Tremaine Edmonds, but they just haven't been making the plays. I mean, Trey White did not show up in that Bengals game. He was getting pretty cooked, and he had a, a few PIs while getting banged up. And Poyer as well is, isn't barely on the field. He got banged up, I believe, collide in that game but it just seems like they they can never stay off the injury list and um they just have not played well overall uh especially this season so I don't know exactly what their plans are going to be moving forward I mean there's not going to be much that they're going to change I don't think I believe they do need to move on from Singletary though I don't know what his contract scenario is like but I don't know they they need more of a run game because you can tell they don't really have too great of a run game it was better I guess this year than last year but it's there's no threat there, really.
0: Right. I know uh, they had a rookie, James Cook. Um, yeah, he's not bad. He His first carry, I think he fumbled. Yeah, he's more of a the guy. And then it kind of delayed his progress, I would say. Um, but towards the end of the season, he was getting some good work, and they were going by committee. Um, but like you said, to be honest, I don't know what running back would really fit great in that in that bill's offense they throw the ball yeah. a lot maybe a guy like yeah. you know this think mccaffrey but yeah, i was gonna
1: say maybe if they traded for mccaffrey before the niners that could have been a flip, is, But the thing is mccaffrey's like
0: the best player in the league so you look at oh if this team had mccaffrey he's probably gonna play good on any team yeah, yeah you know, or in any offense but uh i guess i think they should probably lean more towards like they do have naheem hines um and they also james cook we mentioned both kind of like receiving backs. Mm-hmm. They should honestly just work those two a lot more and save Singletary for goal line touches because when you're in the middle of the field and you're handing it off to him or trying to dump him in the flat, he's just not the same type of player that the other two are. He's not. Um, that being said, moving on to, uh, you, you touched a little bit on the conference Uh, championship games we saw a really close one with the Bengals and the Chiefs uh the game prior the 49ers I mean dealing with those type of injuries you're just never going to win a football game I mean uh towards the end of the game McCaffrey took a snap or two at quarterback (laughs) um (laughs) you had Josh Johnson come in a long time backup journeyman uh that's just not a recipe for success no matter how good your defense was playing I mean the defense kept them in the game for a little while before the Eagles finally broke it open but um yeah, it's, it was unfortunate to see the season end like that for the 49ers. I know a lot of people had them going all the way. I mean, the Brock Purdy's first loss. Yeah,
1: I. Uh, they have a lot of questions to answer now at the quarterback position because their team around the quarterback is obviously great. But Purdy's uh, – I think they said he tore his UCL. Yep, uh,
0: six-month recovery apparently. Yeah, that's which tough. Which takes you into, like, the preseason.
1: That's a, nah, Yeah, it's a lot of – recovery time. And then Garoppolo uh, has the broken foot that he's recovering from, and he's a free agent. Right, and can't and be franchise-tagged, which is
0: interesting. Yeah, it was part of – so he restructured his contract, That's and uh, he can't be franchise-tagged. So he's going to be – I think a, he's gone, probably. Probably gone. Depending. Unless – well, no, nah, he's definitely gone. Because why would San Fran – It they would have, make no sense. They have Purdy, who should be healthy come week one. And Lance, and then what, Lance broke his fibular tibula, whatever? Yeah.
1: So uh, it's just tough, like, all those injuries dealing with. But I think you – you got to just go Purdy Lance next year right. and just start Purdy probably. If he's I, I think it's
0: Purdy's job to lose. I don't be. care where you dro- I don't care that uh, Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant and Lance was first-round pick. It third, doesn't matter. Third overall, it, or second overall, third overall behind Wilson. Um, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, these guys, they're both on your roster, and the salary cap is what it is. You're paying the players all the same amount. You got to go with whoever's better. Yeah, they yeah. could honestly
1: trade Lance too if they get a good deal. But I don't think. But no the problem really is like,
0: yeah, who? What's his value? Because yeah, the guy's played a only, lot. He's only appeared in a couple of games, um, coming off a big injury. I mean, his value's at an all-time low.
1: Yeah, it's probably like a third or fourth if you had to guess. But yeah, no, nah,
0: I I would move on. Definitely go with Purdy. He looked good this year. Yeah, I think. Sure and so obviously like like we mentioned the chiefs very close game with the with the cincinnati bengals i mean that was a great one to watch just if, if you're a football fan you like that one um, although if you hate referees then you hated that one <laughs> um, that bad. they were definitely wearing a kansas city chiefs jersey like the whole game i seem like every call yeah. went against the bengals
1: yeah the refing wasn't good at all this weekend i mean philly got a lot of calls too but it didn't matter right. Um, I, I thought so too. Early, yeah.
0: early in the Niners game, I was saying that, yeah, was that Philly got every single call. They were not that it really mattered. Yeah, but. and I'm not gonna sit here and try to. S- I'm not one of those guys who's saying like the NFL scripted all this and that. But I'm not gonna lie for for because they're gonna get good ratings for the Super Bowl no matter who plays. Definitely. But just saying, it, it did bring a good storyline together. You got Andy Reid facing you know the team that kind of left him, uh, the team yeah. that didn't want him. Um, so this is this is definitely gonna be like Excuse it, it has storyline written all over. You got the Kelsey brothers going against each other. Yeah. Um, this should definitely be a good one. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's actually I believe it's the first uh, Super Bowl with uh, two black quarterbacks. That too, yeah, Her I saw that. Mahomes. So That's there's a lot good. of firsts uh, in this Super Bowl. It's um, historic. And I think now I, I'm noticing now, I, and I heard it the other day. Fox has the rights to this, and if correct me if I'm wrong, I thought it used to be NBC. For the Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: I think they alternate, but I could be wrong. Like right. CBS, NBC, and Fox. Maybe you are every right.
0: year or something. Maybe you are right. I think. But yeah, it's a, it's on Fox. Yeah, nonetheless, we'll we'll probably talk Super Bowl predictions more next week. Got a couple of our buddies on here. Um, just because we do have that week in between with the Pro Bowl, which by the way, I saw today, like I know I know guys drop out and whatever, there's replacements, but you can't tell me that Tyler Huntley and Derek Carr are the next yeah. two best quarterbacks to, to put in. Yeah, Huntley crazy. had two passing touchdowns the whole year. Yeah, Pro Bowl is
1: just it's just gone, gone to, you know what, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's re- like we talked about right before the podcast. It's not a game anymore. It's flag, which is, which is probably better. Food. Like, I, I agree, but, like. But no, it's not a better from a viewer's standpoint. Like, no one cares. No one's going to watch it anyways.
1: Nah, no one wants yeah. to watch NFL guys play flag football. Like. Yeah,
0: and nobody wanted to watch it last year either. Even when they were padded up, you see Mac Jones run for, like, a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah, I mean, they don't ta- attack. I don't, it's, it's ridiculous. They don't tack- It's a vacation for the players. That's really what it is. It is. And yeah. I think the, only, the coolest thing about it is if you attend and get to take pictures and get autographed from top stars in the league. The actual yeah, game to- itself doesn't matter. Nah, not at all no one cares about that yeah (laughs) so in other NFL news Tom a lot of uh coaching changes we've had some new head coaches come in offensive coordinators moving around um let's talk about the obvious one today happened uh Tuesday January 31st the Broncos made a big trade for a quarterback something we haven't seen in a long time um recent memory is when the Patriots traded for Bill Belichick with the Jets uh, and they gave up a the Broncos gave up a first, a second uh, this year, I believe, and got a f- uh, third next year for Sean Payton.
1: Yeah, well, actually, I don't think they have a
0: first this year, so I think it's right because it's they, they do actually from the Bradley. Oh, Joe. that's right. So it's it's the I, I believe it's the Dolphins first. Or there's oh, okay, been a so lot of this. moving around, mm. but they have a late first um, that they gave up. Yeah, and I believe they gave up yeah a, and, se- a second uh, as well, And but they got, a, got third. a third in return.
1: Yeah, I think it's honestly a good deal for them. I, I mean, because there's not a lot of good coaches in the league. I mean, we saw it this year. We see it every year. Like, you need a really good coach to um, to at least make the playoffs, unless you have a really talented team around you. But um, Sean Payton's going to be a Hall of Famer. So I think it's pretty imperative to go out and get this guy, um, especially the season that the Broncos just had and the coach that they just had. Um, I don't know if Russell Wilson can be fixed at this point. He could just be washed and – And it could just be the worst deal ever. And they gave all those picks and then the money. But this is their last-ditch effort to try and save save this offense. I think they hired the right guy. It's just we'll see if Payton can turn it around, you know? Sean Payton, so.
0: Yeah. um, I think it's definitely a, a good trade. Although when you look at it, if you really start to, you know, dive in. Sean Payton, great coach. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. Um, but he did have Drew Brees for his whole career, except for his last season. Yeah. And there was one other season where Brees only played, I think, like eleven games, um, and they were twelve and four, made it to the playoffs, whatever. But Brees was, I think, like eight and three. So I guess in that span, he he still went four and one without Brees, uh, which is great. But that was also Michael Thomas in his prime, Kamara, you know, doing Kamara things, unlike last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing is. I just I just don't trust Russell Wilson. Um, I wouldn't even just say that it was one bad year. He had a bad year in Seattle the year before. So at what point do you start to think, hey, maybe this is the quarterback? Um, you, you know what I mean? I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I mean, it's really going to depend on, on Russell Wilson because their team really isn't bad. I mean, we know their defense is top of the league. They've allowed like only 18, 19, 20 points a game, which is – just is definitely top three, top five. So we know their defense is good. And, I mean, their offense, they have, like, receivers, like, they haven't really been able to stay healthy, but you look at Sutton, you look at Judy, you know, Hamler, who's a decent slot guy. Like, they have weapons. They're going to have uh, Williams, Javante Williams coming off the torn ACL. So we don't know how he's going to bounce back from that. Hopefully he's – Explosive enough, but I mean like the weapons are there It's just kind of putting it all together and, and better play calling I think is gonna make a difference for them But it's it's ultimately gonna come down to Russell Wilson. Is he like still able to lead an offense? Like lead a team to playoffs I wouldn't even say Super Bowl. Yeah, because this season they just have but can he get them to the playoffs and I think I Don't know like you can't a- you can't answer that question right now because we haven't seen it in two years. You, know? you really
0: can, and and when you look at you know his struggles in Seattle towards the end there, you you know, it's tough to it's tough to put the blame on someone besides Russell Wilson after seeing what Pete Carroll just did with Geno Smith. Yeah, they I mean, good. you, you <laughs> Geno, he turned Geno Smith into you know he's not a top ten quarterback, but he's playing like it for most of the season. Made the playoffs with him. Um, meanwhile, Russell was watching from his couch. So <laughs> uh, who who is to blame here? It's true. I think yeah, right now it's it's got to be on Russ, but I think everyone wants to just try to like pretend that it's not Russell Wilson's <laughs> fault. Um or maybe he hasn't taken a step back, but I mean, look, it's a move that they had to make. I think he was also the best coach available. Yeah, because um, you're far. not going to sit here and cry about Russell Wilson being bad for the next 5 years. You're committed to him. So, let's yeah. figure out a way to make it work. That's that's what it came down to.
1: Yeah, I think this this would be the last year uh, if I was their GM, I think um if he has another bad year like he did this year then I think you just gotta either try and find a trade partner if you can't then you just cut him and you eat the cat but um because, you know, they're committed right now for five years, but I think this this would be the last year, in my opinion, if he does this again. I mean, the problem is, the, <laughs> problem, is, the problem is
0: they can't find a trade partner because who's going to want to take on, yeah. you know, that contract for three years after seeing him play bad for three years? Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. There would be no trade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think about it. Like, the only way would be if he gets cut and maybe bounces around a little. Like, Carson Wentz got a couple chances yeah, that he, he shouldn't sure have. He shouldn't have had a chance at all in Washington after the year in Indianapolis. It's um, but so you never know. But you, you even look at the defensive side. I, Randy Gregory was it they gave a big contract to? Yeah, from Dallas. Yeah, and he's he wasn't great. he's been terrible. Yeah. So you you got two guys on on each side of the ball, or one guy on each side of the ball, just eating up cap okay, space, yeah. um, and it just makes it makes it difficult for for you to go out and get anyone else.
1: No, it does. That's. Yeah, you don't want to have your cap eaten up
0: in, in the NFL at all. And they're very low on picks now. Um that, yeah, that hurts. <laughs> Definitely. I just, just I it. really feel bad. I, I don't know many Broncos fans, but <laughs> I do feel bad for the few that I do know.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Cody is just
0: Oh, is just, he a Broncos? I forgot, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Cody. Okay. Yeah, it's just been a miserable miserable year for him. Right. Tom, uh quick question. You know, Speaking of Broncos, the Jets hired the, the miserable head coach uh, <laughs> to be their offensive coordinator, um, bringing in Hackett uh, to call the plays. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I know you're not a big fan.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think the only reason why they did this, obviously, is because they, they're hoping they can get Aaron Rodgers, which I think right now is a decent, decent possibility because the Packers said they're, they're not trading him to any other NFC team, so that means the Jets would be a top target for the AFC. I'm just not sure what Rodgers' future plans are. Does he he want to hang up the cleats? Does he want to play another year or two? Uh, I guess he'll come out with that soon. But, um, I mean, it's just tough because I don't think this guy's a good play caller. Um, His past doesn't, like, show us where he's had too much success. I know he's with the Packers with Rodgers. He didn't call the plays, but he was on a good offense, I guess.
0: Say so his best success uh, uh, was with the Jacksonville team. Yeah, Jaguars. They won in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, they they made it to the AFC Championship, lost to New England. I mean, that that team was carried by defense, but their offensive numbers, I think, uh, in 2018 were, were pretty solid with uh, Allen Robinson or with Blake
0: Bortles. Right and Forten, so I believe too.
1: Yeah, Fort Lenny was was good. So yeah, I mean, that's that's probably that's something to look at. But it's just it's tough when you don't have a good play caller. And I don't think he's a good play caller. But if you do end up getting Aaron Rodgers, I don't think it would matter too much just because Aaron Rodgers would be the one, you know, mostly doing the play calling out there.
0: Right. Um, I, I agree with you, Tom. I think if if we're going into week one and, and the Jets have Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo with Hackett, it's not really ideal. It's not, um, yeah. And I, I'm, I am a Derek Carr guy. I think that he would be good in New York, but with a better support cast and a better system um so it does start to feel like it's Rodgers or bust and I hate saying that um and I'm not saying that if we don't get Rodgers the Jets can't make the playoffs because they have a playoff caliber defense they have a ton of weapons Brees Hall's coming back um hopefully the offensive line gets healthy plus Joe Douglas goes out and makes some additions Mm -hmm. um however Aaron Rodgers I think is the difference between us making a run in the playoffs and us just being a wild card exit
1: yeah, I think so, too. I think Rodgers would definitely uh, put you over the top, obviously. Um, I know Lamar Jackson's also a possibility, but I, w- I wouldn't put too much into that because I think if the, they can't come to an extension, I think he'll probably just end up getting tagged, and I don't think they're going to trade him at that point.
0: I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, a ta- it if it he refuses to, to sign the tag, they'd be kind of forced to trade, to trade him. him. Uh, but at that point, you'd be giving up an arm and a leg. And yeah, I, think I think it's worth Rogers. I think it's worth it for Lamar. It probably is. But that being said, I just don't know if I guess you'd have to really weigh the price of Rogers versus the price of Lamar.
1: Yeah, I think Lamar is definitely much more of a question mark right now than Rogers. So yeah, I think Rogers is your number one. I mean, even if you do end up with Garoppolo or a car, I think that's suitable enough, you know, much better than what you had this year. Right. Uh which so that obviously helps i just don't know how good garoppolo is going to be off the broken foot out i mean he's he's not very mobile to begin with so he just has to be a game manager that's kind of what he's been his whole career and he's and he's won games so
0: yeah i mean we'll we'll see what they do but nonetheless zach wilson will probably not see the field again at nice, least for the foreseeable two, future a lot of people have this dream scenario that they're going to get Rodgers. rogers plays good for a couple of seasons you know wins and zach learns from him but uh from what i've seen zach seems to be pretty uncoachable he hasn't learned yeah. from his rookie season he was still making the same mistakes uh in year two which ultimately resulted with him on the bench and being inactive for a handful of games so We'll see. I mean, that's best case. That's a dream case scenario. Yeah, that
1: would be the dream. I think, yeah, I think they're probably just going to keep him as QB2 for right now. Right. I mean, hey, you he know, would be a heck well. of a backup.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's great at extending so. the play. The pro- His problem was he tried to do too much. After he evaded the sack, he would instead of throwing it out of bounds, he would throw an interception. And mm. that's the difference between wins and losses right there. No, it is. Definitely. Tom, any sure. other comments you want to add before? I know we're going to definitely dive into a lot more next week.
1: Yeah, no, nothing nothing much. I think, yeah, we'll definitely try and get Eddie or, or Julian on or both of them maybe Some next Eagles week for, fans. for the Eagles. Yeah, we're going we to have to chirp a, them a little bit. Might before. have to try to find
0: a Kansas City Chiefs fan <laughs> to uh, rival them. Yeah, honestly, yeah, we got to find one. There's got to be one at least Yeah, I one mean, or you or guys two. call me Arrowhead Bob. Maybe I'll just take the role of Chiefs fan for, for that week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I most definitely will be. So, uh, yeah, no, nah, but I'm excited.
0: Sounds good. Yep, definitely a good first episode here. Uh, It was nice to be back in the studio, kind of get the rust off before uh, getting into our last uh, season here of Call to Comeback. Bobby McGinnis and Thomas Malone, we'll see you next episode.